Hey, this is Patrick. Welcome to our special outtakes episode from Grumpy Old Game Men and Their Dogs. We don't have a lot of outtake material. We actually use most of the material that we record. But we do have some here, so enjoy this until we come out with our new episode, which will be recorded on April 26th and released on Friday, April 28th. So in the meantime, sit back and enjoy our outtakes. You want to put your phone away there, young lady? This is a phone-free episode. Excuse me. (laughs) To make your guest feel that way. I have... Point out how rude this. If it ain't your kids, fuck them. That's why I'm answering. Oh, okay. (laughs) Swipe or no swiping. Swipe or no swiping. Swipe or no swiping. (laughs) We now move on to our next segment, which is turn your head and cough. (coughs) Couldn't get a sound effect for that one. Yeah, right? <laughs> this will be a quick segment. Just a reminder, get your goddamn flu shot. Because everyone I know and their mother is coming down with the flu right now. It's I know so late. many people. Maybe it's you. <laughs> it's not me. I don't have the flu. I got my shot. Yeah, well, I'm all set. Well, just because you get the shot doesn't mean you're not going to get the flu. No, but it, it'll. if I did get the flu, it would probably lessen the symptoms of it. Yeah, and well, think. it would do all of the things that vaccines are supposed to do. Exactly. Okay, and it might it might well prevent you from, from getting, despite an exposure. Exactly. So, yeah, I but it's not like you can say, I got my flu shot, come cough on me. You know what I mean? Oh, no, of course not. It's not like Of course not. I'm fully vaccinated. I'm vaccinated to the teeth. Yeah, me too. I actually have to get my shingle shot now in about a couple of weeks. Because I'm of a certain age where I have to get shingle shots. Shingle, yeah. Shingle shots. Right? that five times better. Shingle shots, shingle shots, shingle shots. (laughs) (laughs) Miss Moneypenny? (laughs) Give me a shingle shot. Ordinarily, we move on to our our next segment, which is take a look into my briefs. But we're taking a break from the law this week. It's the holidays and stuff. There's nothing going on in the law right now. Okay. So we're going to move on to our next segment. See, I find that suspicious. Oh, here. here That's right. Yes, it's time for the week in fascism. That's right. That's right, Arthur. Yeah, you tell us. That's Obviously, right. Arthur does not care for that sound effect. Uh, that is the correct response. <laughs> Good for you, Arthur. Good for you. There's you, always a critic. You big, brave beast, you. <laughs> and being that it's the end of the year, I thought we could have an open discussion and say, who do you think was the fascist of the year? All the news that's happened in the past year. Who's your pick for fascist of the year? Uh, um, fascist of the year. It's kind of hard to to. Uh, you're you're fed right into Trump, no matter you know just by the question itself. Okay, but there's uh, he's not actually he's not actually my choice. Um, he's the obvious choice though. Like like that DeSantis guy. He's pretty bad. He's pretty bad. Yeah. The DeSantis guy, is my yeah. choice. The, uh, the guy in Texas yeah. is not a whole lot better. Abbott. Governor Abbott. Yeah. He, what, what a despicable way he spent Christmas Eve. You know, and I'm not judgy, but but he spent Christmas Eve sending immigrants um, on a bus and had them put at the official residence of the vice president and then left them there. Like, that's what he did. So that's pretty fascistic to me, you know that 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 goes a long way. Um, DeSantis is just a crazy person. The, um, either of those two women, your Marjorie, or Marjorie yes, Taylor Greene, either of those two, but well, Marjorie I, Taylor, as since she's getting divorced. <laughs> oh, is she getting divorced? Yes, I don't know if she's keeping her married name or not, but she's in the middle of getting divorced. So, so what will her name be? I would assume Marjorie Taylor. Marjorie Taylor. That's a good stage name, too. <laughs> and it could also know, be a bad. line of yes. tapping two-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. But see, I picked Ron DeSantis. Ordinarily, I would have said Trump is the easy choice. 
But I think after this past year, between the uh, House 1-6 committee hearings... Ted Cruz is horrible, too. Also, the fact that all his candid- almost all of the candidates that he picked for the midterm elections lost. lost yeah. That basically anybody following his philosophy was reje- rejected by most of the populace in this country. Uh-huh. So I think his star is on the wane. I think... F- I think DeSantis is... Well, he's next. He's next. Because he's done enough already. Number one, with the Don't Say Gay Bill. Number two, going after Disney for not for coming out against the Don't Say Gay Bill. Number three, establishing his own private election police force to monitor the elections. And then lastly, just recently, and which set me off, there's an annual drag queen Christmas show that's been going on for eight years, and it obviously tours around the country, because I watched a New York performance of it on YouTube. He's now launching a state investigation into this show because of grooming of children, because children were allowed at the show. So, yeah, that's why this guy is my number one choice for fascist of the year. Okay. Do you have a choice? No, no, no. No, I, no you I don't. don't no. No. no, not me. There's never been a time when I <laughs> thought I was putting blanks in a gun and it was live ammunition. Why would you have live ammunition? Why wouldn't you? Backstage for assassins, what no. purpose would there be? True. I would not have live ammunition. You leave that in the trunk. No, I well, you know, under the front seat where it belongs. Actually, I didn't even use my guns. That's why I was so nervous about the assassins because they weren't my guns. How they many guns you got? Somebody else's. Well, are you allowed stage to say? Out. Is he allowed to say what? How many guns he has? I have an assortment, but they are not loaded. They're not put together. They're... Do you have one that I could spin the barrel? No, no. not here. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yes, I do have a revolver, but you don't spin the barrel. I don't have an old Western way they spin. Yeah. And I don't know where they are in the house. I don't want to. He know doesn't. Know I, where th- they I would are. like to just do that, like as a like with my thumb, just. Well, that's stress one of the guns. Situation. One of the guns that was in Assassins that I had backstage. That was my forty-four with the revolver. It just seems like like a big like a, like not a big uh, Zippo lighter. Opening it and closing it was always so satisfying, like with the hand. It's not as easy as you think. Uh, I can get used to it. <clears throat> I got strong thumbs. <laughs> I once had a cop hit me in the head with a gun. Yeah, he's got a dent in his head. Well, this was like back, this, was, this was back in the eighties. It was a bar fight outside in the parking lot. Look at you, a rebel! And I got out of the car because this girl's like pounding on the car because her brother and friends were in this fight with these off-duty cops. What were you doing in the car? Getting ready to leave. And this is the car next to me. So I get out to grab her to calm down. And then all of a sudden, this is on a ground round in Hop Hog. And um, I get out of of the car to calm her down. And then all of a sudden, I see her brother with her hands up and some guy in between, some guy opposite him with a gun in his hand. Stupid me on instinct, I run in between and the guy hits me in the head with the gun. Because you're an idiot. Who runs in between the guy with their hands up and the the guy holding the gun? What instinct what instinct is that in human evolution? I don't know, but I did. I I got a gun upside the face when I got carjacked. At the scar under here. Well that's a carjack. But afterwards I just saw how lucky I was. How easily You could have died. Yeah. No, I think it's not about lucky. I think it's about stupid. The, the thing is, why were they <laughs> at a bar with their weapons on them? It doesn't make it. Stephen, have you been listening? Have, you, have you been around? It's like that. It's just stupidity. Yeah. It's stupidity. Yeah. You're going to get into an anti gun thing, and it's going to be a whole different podcast. Well, I'm, I'm not anti gun. He's not anti gun. He's a gun owner, for God's sake. I'm not anti gun. I am anti stupid. But also, if I have to register my car, re-register my car every year, I should, I should, I have no problem having to re-register my guns. I agree. If I sell, like right now, if I sell a gun, I just need the, the paperwork, the bill of sale. 
in New Two York. Two Joe, one gun, $400. On I can right now sell a shotgun with nothing. You have you know? a shotgun? It's, is it like one of those and you put the two things in and you clank Double it back barrel. up at yes. two barrels? <laughs> like uh, your I also have sand? a single barrel. Okay. But, you okay. know, there's... Make me, reg- make me get insurance. Put it under my homeowner's insurance. None you of know, that. Nothing. None of that. No. You got to put your gas stove And I understand that, insurance. you know, some people that don't want to and they don't want to hold liability insurance because they Nobody own Nobody wants to pay insurance. But then some something stupid happens. One of their kids gets hold of their gun, or you know, because they're not storing it correctly or something happened. And the dog shoots you. The dog shoots you, right? And all of a sudden, they're up Shit's Creek because there is no insurance, and there's no liability, and there's no accountability, and, gonna, and there's you're no. You're gonna sanity. lose your house. You're gonna lose your life. You're everything, lose everything. Everything. Because you're an idiot. Yeah. I believe in smart gun ownership training in order to own a gun. You are so German. <laughs> you will be trained. <laughs> oh, you will like it. Yes. You will not have a gun unless you have finished the training. But the thing is, in this country, guns Show are like Show us your gun registration now. <laughs> guns are like Tic Tacs. Anybody can fucking get them. Okay. All right. All right. What are we doing? Are you sticking around for the rest of the show? No. So what did what did what's the conclusion that we're saying with Alec? I don't. I think, don't think that we have reached a conclusion. I, don't, I personally don't think he should be criminally charged. I, I don't think as an actor he should be criminally charged. But as a producer, as a producer, he be liable. Yeah. For the death of. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that at this point. Okay, so far as what we he know from the public, from what we know so far, available for public information. Like I said, when Stevens' vast knowledge of gun ownership, when we when we be, well, when we see when we see sworn documents and testimony, then we'll know yeah. for sure. There'll be shit. There'll be evidence. There's going to be, be shit that comes up that's been be hidden. People who are going to say shit. That's all. Okay, so we're going to see. But uh, okay, so so far, no on the criminal charge of trying to kill this woman. Well, killing this woman, like he didn't, he didn't try to kill her. He didn't want to kill her. It wasn't intentional. No, that's why he's not being charged with murder. So she is just sort of like uh, collateral to the insurance. I wouldn't say collateral. Yeah, I wouldn't say collateral. (laughs) I mean, come on, he killed her. Yeah, well, no kidding. Yeah, we know. And he should be held liable. But how much responsibility? Are we talking criminal or just civil? You know exactly. She's still dead. He still shot her. Yeah. Of course. But also, where does it? Where do we go with? Should they be going after him personally as a producer, or his production company? Doesn't matter. He's Alec Baldwin. As a lia- for for the liability, because he personally is not the producer. His production company is the producer. And that's the thing. I mean, I, in a way, in a matter of speaking, like being sued as a producer, they could question: Was his employee Alec Baldwin negligent yes. in handling the gun? Yes. Without suing him as an actor, exactly. But they can still bring him up being an employee, an employee of, of the production, production company. Absolutely. There's a lot of things in here. I think it's getting blown out of proportion because. I shouldn't say blown out of proportion. Somebody lost their life. Yes. But I think they're going after him because he's Alec Baldwin. Yeah, because he's... If this happened to Steven Spielberg, or if this happened to Ryan Reynolds, I don't think they'd be going after blood like they are with him. Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. (laughs) I love him to death. He is. I want to sit on his face and twist. I wasn't a fan of Chicago. Really? I love Chicago. I love Chicago. Okay. All right. I did not 
like that production. I was like insulted by this production. Why? Because it was basically a bare bones production, no costumes. Yes. Basically everyone's in black and white, or mostly black, I should say. Yeah. No real set to speak of. Here's what I'm saying. That's all of that is true and exactly correct. Okay. That's, that is my reason. Okay. When that show was produced, it was produced in 1747, okay, uh, by the white, what are they, who are they, whatever they are, the couple, Weiss, Weinstein, or, I mean, it's not Weinstein. Anyway, um, to open the, um, the Encores series. It was okay. The, it was the original, the opening production of the Encores series. Okay. And it was meant to be a review. Not a review. It was meant to be a concert. It created this right. concert and version. Right. And it went thing. so well, they said, let's and put it on Broadway. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. And and they did not alter a thing in the shift. Right. So it still presents as this thing that you might could see in a library. You know what I mean? It's like this really scaled down version of the show where uh, the band is on complete. The band is takes up eighty percent of the stage with a staircase on either side of them and playing space in front. So there is no set. There's no context. There's no. There is good singing, good dancing. It's all about watching the singers and dancers. It's about you know? very well. And in one case, I love it. Uh, uh, I love that they do that because it brings out the score so much. Yeah, that's what I liked about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I was, I was pissed. Oh, I'm sorry you didn't like it. I enjoyed that production. I don't, I don't like that production at all. It's one of it's my still favorite. running today. It's st- hello, right? Still running today. That and production. it would be illegal in Florida if they got there. Oh way. God, please. Don't get me started on Florida again. You started it. You brought the thing up about the what you call before. Yes, I know. My fault. Go ahead. Anyway, we now move on to our next segment, wherein we take a look into oh. my briefs. Sorry, girl. <laughs> you said 20 bucks. <laughs> and today we're going to talk about the recent oral arguments that took place before the Supreme Court. Concerning President Biden's student loan relief plan. Okay, hit me. Sounds exciting, right? I I, I wish I was dead. <laughs> well, there is a reason why I'm talking about it. Okay. Well, under the plan, most bar- borrowers would qualify for a one-time cancellation of $10,000 or $20,000 for Pell Grant recipients if they earn less than one hundred and twenty-five dollars a year. Okay. Most of the beneficiaries earn less than 75000 and they are disproportionately racial minorities. Right. And this program is coupled with a plan to restart loan payments, which have been on pause since the start of the COVID pandemic. Right. So Biden rooted the program in this law called the HEROES Act. Okay. Which Congress had passed in 2003 that granted loan relief to people affected by 9-11. Okay. And it allowed the education secretary to waive or modify student debt held by borrowers affected by any national emergency. Okay. Not just terrorism. Not just terrorism. I liked it the first time better. (laughs) (laughs) It was very like, uh, who's the guy who always hunted Bugs Bunny? Elmer Fudd. Elmer Fudd. We're hunting... Wattis. We're hunting terrorists. Terrorists. <laughs> but anyway, it, it allowed the Secretary of Education to forgive many loans in one fell swoop rather than a case-by-case basis. All right. And the act was extended a couple of years. It was made permanent in 2007. And by its plain text, the, the act authorized Biden's plan to do this and everything especially since both he and Trump declared COVID to be a national emergency. Well, now the court, the Supreme Court, with all the conservatives on it, they used to use textualism all the time as one of their bases for interpreting these cases. But now they're relying on something called the Major Questions Doctrine. Okay. Which says that when a government agency seeks to decide an issue of vast economic or political significance... A vague general delegation of authority is not enough. The agency must have clear statutory authorization to decide the issue. Even if the most reasonable interpretation of the statute allows the agency to take the action, it will not be enough unless the delegation of authority is clearly stated. 
This is the same rationale that the court used when it ruled against the Environmental Protection Agency. And it said, we expect Congress to speak clearly if it wishes to assign to an agency decisions of vast economic and political significance. Now, the problem is you're asking them to write out all these laws with such specificity to anticipate every kind of situation, which is not going to be impossible, which is why they do this delegation of authority. And number two, this case is significantly different from the EPA case because this doesn't involve a regulation. It involves a benefit. So it's a little bit different. So the court said, um, the court has previously said that if it was okay if the court, if the Congress just stated the general policy, it didn't have to be specific. But now it's coming the other way now, saying you have to be specific about all this. So they're thinking now the court's going to probably rule against the student relief plan. But there's one other aspect to it, and that's called the standing to sue. And whether the plaintiffs in this case, and I believe it's like four states and two individual plaintiffs who brought the suit. And in order to have standing, you have to prove that there's some harm to you. And the justices, some of them, especially Amy Coney Barrett, were asking, well, what harm are you suffering from this? This does not harm you in any way. This does not apply to private lenders. It applies to government-funded loan programs. So how does this harm you in any way? So they, depending on how the vote goes, they might just toss the case on saying that there's lack of standing. The only problem is that they're afraid that in the past, the conservatives would use standing to dismiss any progressive litigation that would go against like corporate interests or government interests. Now they're afraid that they're going to use standing to hold against the government to promote the states instead over that. But what everyone doesn't realize is that the federal government forgives student loans all the time. Multiple statutes give the Department of Education sweeping authority to cancel loans for any broad range of reasons. And before this all came up, the administration had already approved $32 billion in student loan relief for 1.6 million borrowers. No one said anything. He also canceled $5.8 billion in student loans for more than 323 disabled people. No one said anything. And no one, and when he announced a rolling loan forgiveness for borrowers who had entered public service, which uh, had already granted like $10 billion in relief to more than 175,000 people, nobody said anything. Now it's an issue. So what this can what this can mean is not only just cutting down the student loan program, it could knock down any type of law that does not specifically state every little condition and whatever to the final T, which is totally impractical and ridiculous. And that's the story. I'm picturing you on fire right now. <laughs> You did not enjoy that, enjoy that summation of the Supreme Court case? <clears throat> I thought it was pretty succinct. At the bar, people ask, do you have rosé? And I say, yeah, I have two rosés. I have a really sweet rosé Moscato, and I have a <laughs> dry rosé. <laughs> and that's how I do it. Okay. And I judge them by how they respond. Oh. So far, most people laugh. Okay. The woman who looked back at me went, I'll have the... <laughs> I thought, you're fantastic. <laughs> That was so dry. That was dry. Yes, but it was important to know. I don't... Okay, but what happens is about a third of the way th through that... Yeah. I started picturing you on fire. <laughs> so I didn't hear any of the rest of it. What I heard was the crackling of the kindling catching... And then the, the, yeah. Were my long golden locks on fire? Everything. <laughs> and yet, you kept talking. 
So I guess you have no reaction at all to what I just reported on. I have no reaction to none whatsoever. Not no. Okay. I think it would be inhumane to to prolong this by asking (laughs) questions. And then lastly, from Florida. Florida got the gift that keeps on giving. The governor released a book, Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis? It's a second book. Oh, so he... (laughs) So he can write? Yeah, uh, apparently. The book is called The Courage to be Free. Okay. The New York Times book review said, for the most part... The courage to be free is courageously free of anything that resembles charisma or a discernible sense of humor. While his first book was weird and esoteric enough to have obviously been written by a human, this one reads like a politician's memoir churned out by chat GPT. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, much of the book is given to what uh, DeSantis calls Florida's blueprint for America's revival. All right. So I guess that blueprint allows, you know, includes outlawing discussion in classrooms about sexual orientation and rejecting math books because they promote critical race theory. Okay. Or forbidding teachers to discuss race and gender that might make anyone feel uncomfortable. So do they not realize that what they're doing is they're not protecting children from these topics. No. Because the children, as they become interested in these topics, are going to find a way to uh, explore and experience, or not, the topics that they're interested in. Yeah. And if you don't supply them a place where they can ask you the questions about it, then you're risking them getting really bad information about stuff that kind of makes you uncomfortable but can kill them. Yeah. Um, It just seems to me like, uh, what are your priorities? Like, the kids are going to find out. And, I okay, so we know what the priorities are. Sorry. Now, the the, the, uh, consequences are the kids are not going to stop being interested in the topics that they're interested in because they can't access them through their schools. They can access them on their phones, at the library. They can access them. The internet is always going to be there for them. I'm just afraid you're going to see more trans and queer kids dropping out of schools in Florida because of shit like this. Yeah, you absolutely are. And that's exactly what they want. They don't want those kids there. No, obviously not. They don't want them there. So, all right, so now the the, the, the question is, how, all right, so we're going to take these kids. You know what? Maybe they should be taken out for their own safety. Anyway, the kids that, that uh, for some reason or, not, or another are not uh, in the Florida public, what do we do for them? What do we do? Do we have a, do we create a curriculum? Do we, how do we, do we homeschool? What are the laws regarding that? Do we, what do we do for these kids? That's the issue. Yeah. What do we do? Do we create... Okay, so let's all get together and make a group. A trans kids homeschool group. Or trans kids, where do we teach our kids fucking group? And and what do they do? They got to do something. And they're going to do something. I hope so. I really do. too many kids are going to suffer over this. Yeah. And like I said, he wants to make this the blueprint for America? Yeah, well. No, thank you. (laughs) <laughs> no fucking thank you. How far do you think he'd get? If it was him and Biden, how far do you think he'd get? As far as what? <coughs> as far as the election goes? A presidential election. I think it'll be a close election. Yeah, I think all elections from here on in are going to be really close, at least for a generation. I think it'll be another close one. Do you think he'll win? Who, Biden? I think Biden will win. Biden would win. I think Ron DeSantis, personality-wise, he he comes across like a bully. You know, there's nothing warm or nice about this man. Were you here six years ago? He is ago? not telegenic at all. Were you here six years ago? Yeah, I know. But Trump was telegenic, believe it or not. Um, he had a personality that he brought to TV. No. DeSantis, as far as I can see, has no personality. He's just the bully. All right. I don't I don't know from DeSantis the way I knew from Donald Trump, but I knew from He's Donald smarter Trump than from Trump. He's smarter than Trump well, without that's a doubt, which makes him scarier. Do. But um, I guess I think I think ultimately I think Biden would win. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Should I say it again? Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> We're still on, right? We never. We're off. still on. Deal? Yep. Okay. Just check it. What? Do you have something you need to do or want to say? Or uh, no? You're just, you're just... I keep forgetting that because I'm. That <laughs> it just plays and we speak. Yes, that's and exactly that's the right. point of it. That's which I knew. Point. Which I knew coming here. I know you did. But I just forgot it for a moment. I know you did. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh wait a minute. When this the high They want this drunk. I ate an edible at like. I don't know. It was early, like six o'clock. Okay, I it was a large piece of an of an edible that I had eaten smaller pieces of that I didn't find very appealing. Right. There it was, so I took what was left, which was not a lot, right. broke it in half, add the half. Okay, six o'clock, nine thirty. My head, like I am so stoned, so stoned. And it was, I, so I know, I know that kind of trauma, it just yeah. happened to you. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what are we Is it over? Again? Oh my God. I don't know. Well, are you okay? over. <laughs> Wait, what were we talking about again? You're really high. Oh, yes. You went out of no, it. No, I think I'm on it for a while. Okay. So I'm going to come in and out. I'll All let right. you know when I'm in. I'm in. Okay, good. <laughs> Thank go. God for that. <laughs> you'll need to be in now. Okay, here we go. Oh, yes, now it's time for the weekend fascism. I know it's terrible. Even the dogs are excited about it. No, it's the sound hurts his ears. Well, yeah, that's it. And anyway, this is going to be kind of, I guess, a roundtable discussion because it's about what I would call corporate or corporate-sponsored fascism. And in one particular case, I'm talking about Elon Musk. Um, Number one for what he's turning Twitter into now, a free-for-all for the rabble. But what really bugged me this week was... But that's what Twitter was supposed to be. Go ahead. Well, no, what really bugged me was this was a business move he made, and then he made it worse. He basically disbanded his trust and safety division, saying it was no longer needed. At Twitter. Yeah. So there was a head of it, uh, this gay Jewish man, and I guess he said some critical remarks about Musk at some time afterwards. What was this man's name? I don't know. I think his last name was Roth. I don't know his first name. Well, anyway, Trump, could be a gay Trump hero. Musk, a gay Jewish hero, Musk basically attacks him and implies he's a pedophile by publishing an excerpt from his senior thesis in college or master thesis. The man had written the thesis on grinder data, hmm. and what he had basically what his conclusion was was that more safeguards need to be put in place on uh, social media such as Grindr because of the number of teenagers and young people who are using these supposedly adult services. You know, okay, I don't disagree so far. Right, but must. By publishing this one excerpt from it, trying to imply that the man was supporting the sexualization of children and that he was a pedophile. It's what you'd say to gay people when you wanted them to back off. Well, now the man and his family have gone into hiding. Isn't he gay? Because of the threats. Who? Musk? The guy we're talking about. Not Musk. God, you drive me fucking crazy. Who are you talking about? The guy who was, who Musk. Yes, he was a gay Jewish man. He was a gay Jewish man. (laughs) Right. We don't know his name, though. Roth. (laughs) Roth. His name is Roth. Anything else? (laughs) Would it be a problem if there was? I'm sorry. I don't mind answering questions, but. Their questions are shit I already said. Okay. <laughs> Ask him, a public school teacher. What? Whether or not he thinks that the kids in his class get half of whatever he says at any given time. <laughs> what? I'm lucky if two are listening. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're talking, so and you have people, to assume you that have that's so happening. many minds going on at the same time. Right. And you got to pull them all in. They, you can't listen half the time. Well, especially the ADHD ones. Now, if you want those three kids that just pay, seem to pay attention to everything, I don't know how they did it. But they could just focus and listen and write stuff down. There's only three of those, Patrick. 
And guess what? You didn't get any one of those three tonight. No, you didn't. You got the two in the back of the room. That's exactly right. <laughs> that weren't paying attention half the time. Right. And did okay. Talking to each other, looking but at Grinder. We'll figure it out later. It was in the room. Whatever you're saying, but we don't have to listen to it now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you want us to do. Yeah, it's and not, it's hard. It's not happening. <laughs> no, it's not. I, I actually refuse. And especially since he's in the room. I'm Because sometimes I'm going to want to talk about him. We have our thoughts and ideas too, Patrick. Why are you talking about me? Because we love each other. No, what, no. What was that whole thing that you just said about me? Oh, what did I say about you? You're a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> you are holding. You're, okay. you're starting to lose the grip. Tommy, starting. <laughs> yeah. So, starting. So you have to. You have to listen now. He's very much the professor. Fine, yes. tell me what we were just talking about. What was the topic I just brought up? We just told you we weren't listening. <laughs> we admitted it. The way it. you did some, the whole conversation. Fine, I'll just show the whole script away then. We can oh, no, 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 no. You want to listen to this script. Thing. But Jesus sometimes, Christ. if you don't want us to have fun with it, you just yeah. want us to listen Having to Having fun is one thing, but I'm dealing with fucking Bill and Ted here, for God's sake. So deal with us Jesus instead of expecting Christ. us to be Harry and Wilfred. Right. Whoever they are, we're not them. That's exactly right. If I had to say, are you more like Harry and Wilfred, who pay attention, or Mm. Bill and Ted? Yeah, we're Bill and Ted. Oh, we're Bill and Ted. We are going into that phone booth, and we are going to another planet. We're going to have sex first. Bill and Ted gay. But then we're going to another planet. (laughs) Checking Grinder and chatting each other in the back of the class. Yes. So that's who you're dealing with. who, Who arranged these guests? You stupidly did, Patrick. I don't know what you were thinking. I don't. You see, you got to vent them better. You got to plan your night. He's got to pick two people that are going to listen to him because we're not really listeners. We never have been. Not if we're together. And you know what? It's not like he he just met us and thought we'd be good guests. He's known us for thirty fucking years, and he still decided to pick us. Yeah, Yeah, he's met us. He knows this happened. He's done this before. You're back for the second time for the same reason. Yeah, Patrick, I don't know why you keep making the same mistake, but you keep doing it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You got to, instead of sticking to a script like this for us. Now, for me and Steven, make sure there's a script because he needs the scripts too. Right. um, And outlines are probably better than direct quotes. Topics. Let us talk about topics. Fine, I gave you a topic. Discuss it. What was it? What was I'm it? not going to tell you now. Oh, oh see, yeah. well, you got to be like that. Now you got to be straight. Oh, my God, I know what Hold it is. It's our 15 straight. favorite Christmas songs. No, it's and not. And I will go first. No, it's not. Wait, I have them right here. Hold our on. 15 favorite Christmas Yeah, you Christmas have songs. to have favorites because there's no way we're going to be total down at Christmas. Let's hear the list. But I have my list of 15 favorites. I we're not to... allowed to say if what he says is on either of our lists. Yeah, you're not allowed to say that at all. Okay, you just have to. This is his list. Oh my God! If my fifteen favorite, one of them is one of your unfavorite. Okay, that's the segment. We're gonna do. I'm gonna play my fifteen, and then it's you're gonna see if any of those my top favorite are on your bottom five list. No, we're gonna do our bottom five lists. No, when it happens naturally in the show for us, we're just giving you over this time because you're the guest. I wish you would wait to do it though. Wait until we get there organically in the show. And then read your list, because then it could be. Because then it's funny. I thought we were there because we're, we're talking about it now. We're not. We gotta go. We 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 gotta stay with the script, which is in Patrick's control. And he's okay. mad at us now for making him keep to the script. And now we need the script. This is the kid who comes and asks for the pencil okay. for every. Can test. I just play this one? You're not listening. Just this to one. Me. Just this one. <laughs> We're not listening to the whole song right No, we don't. Of course not. Who's singing? Who's singing? It's Angela Lansbury. It certainly is, Tommy. It's from Maine. Yes. Okay, so. (laughs) Tell me this isn't a good one. It's a great one. It's a great tune. Is is this on anyone's bottom list? It's a great number. No, I don't think that would ever be on. No. Ever. Angela Lansbury on the bottom list. This would never happen. This would never happen. Patrick, is she on your bottom five? Yes, she's my bottom. Okay. That is not true, uh, listeners. Patrick would never put Angela Lansbury there, too. Okay. Okay, so let's move on. So that's number one. Let's go back to the studio now with Patrick. 
All right, I'm sorry to go. Now remember, Patrick's mad at us. Oh, so he, 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 he. Well, I'm sorry, Patrick. Oh yeah, I am too. I'm sorry. See, we're sorry. <laughs> <sighs> this tea is very good, by the way. And we're both going to leave here. And so saying this, we had fun at this house. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the next one? Yay! I, now I'm looking forward. We, to it. Have we done the complete? <laughs> you know what I think, yet? guys. The stoned, I'm, I'm controlling it now. I'm oh, yeah. starting to control it. So okay. Patrick can do his st- shtick, his thing. Next one, please. Now he's on the phone. That's oh, bad. no, he's mad. He never oh, picks he up his us? phone. Oh, shit, he's I mad. told you he was mad at us. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll be quiet, I promise. That spot over again. <laughs> I'm going to just now say nothing. Biggest pair of dicks going. Jesus Christ. You're welcome to play with us. <laughs> we would love for you to play with us. Give us something Fine. else. Fine. What's the next topic of discussion then? You're, you're the only now one you who knows. I can play with you. What's the next topic of discussion? You're, this week in? Well, fascism. All right, let's go back. I think we got it. No, we were there in fascism. It was oh. this week in fascism. What were we talking about? We were talking about the guy. We like to, we like to teach watch the next. world to sing. It's song time. No, that's not it. Okay. <laughs> if you say things, that they, may, they, they will be familiar to me, and I can help guide us if you can see okay. the script. Because now, now he's going to hide the script. No, well, uh, no, but we're in on the script. We love you, Patrick. We want to play. No. You want me to play with you, so now you two are in charge of the show. Oh, <laughs> all right. I pick the next track, please, sir. Play it. <sighs> We're waiting like to watch. Chief. What do you mean? You like to watch? Oh, we like, like to watch. We like to watch. Yeah, we do. Yeah, like Okay, so we like to watch. This yes. is when we do this. It's about, or do you want to uh, riff on just that sentence? We like to watch. I'll... What we do is we talk about things we've seen uh, commercially on television no, or have, on the stage. We have to let Deep speak. Remember? No, he has just given us control. He has just insisted that we take control because we're not playing it his way. Oh, I thought he was going to talk about something. He he, w- he, he won't despite no, he us, but, but he wants to very badly. No, please. Oh, oh, you're not going to say anything? That's... No, but I want I, you to... I, I, I'm in your sandbox tonight now. Oh, well, yes, I choose you to say stuff off the list. Uh, no, 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 you're no, in charge. Wait a minute, you just said I'm in charge. You two are in charge. I choose you. You to play the next okay. theme okay. setting, so well, I played it for you. So now the ball's back in your court. All right. Okay, okay I will not ask you again, but I command you to show me the list. No, nope, sorry, I can't do that. Well, then, then I'm not complete control, so you might as well take over. If I'm not in complete control, if I don't have complete control of everything in the room, then it's really you have control of things. So please, Patrick. You're the host. Take over. And We're you're being listen. a very bad host right now. Because I'm a co-host. No, I, I think what happened with this one, I think you... No, um, this was entirely your fault. It was having you here at, you know, at this, it was you. It was absolutely. No, right. no, if it's having me here, then it's his fault. Because I wouldn't be here if he didn't invite me. So I understand I that. can't take blame for me being here. No, and I, I can I, take blame for me saying when I get here. Uh, but yes. no, what, but me actually being here is Patrick's fault. And I'm not unhappy about that or that you are here. I know. But this is what happened. It does. Otherwise, it would have been a typical Wednesday night for he and I. We'll be done in 10 minutes, and that's it. And he hasn't even... How far through the script are we? Oh, we're, 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 we just finished uh, Fascists. Yeah. So next is... What did I just play for you? We're going to look at stuff. Oh. oh! Oh, okay. So we like to watch. We like to watch. Any television, any sort of movies or plays, what you seeing? What's going on? What are you watching? We like to watch. T- so tell me. Talk to me. Tell me. Well, no, he's going to tell us this, the thing. No, there is no, no I'll thing. Come on, we have to there have is script. no thing. I can't do this without a script. No, you promised me a script. I uh, No, you, I, we need a script. Have you, we can't talk that much. Have you done? Yeah, we can. Have no, you done we, any, um, what did you watch on TV this week? Wednesday. What, Against what? my better judgment, I'm... Did not want to see it. 
And I decided to watch the new series Wednesday on Netflix. I'm familiar, I'm familiar. And I was like, nah, it looks stupid, the Gomez, whatever, I, I don't know, just, well. And it's kind of more teenage than I thought it would be. But I started watching it, and I don't know, it's kind of you know, interesting. Kind of my, like my students, something that, I'd watch now. Not exciting to you? No, I, I'm enjoying it. Are you engaged? I am looking forward to the next episode. Oh, that's that's. Yeah, that's the yeah. I had it's not the best thing I've ever seen or something I thought I wanted to see, but what was the best thing you ever seen? Heroes episode uh, season one, best thing I've ever seen. Okay, have people seen that? What Heroes season one of Heroes? That shows from like. 10 or 20 years ago. Yes. Yeah. A long time ago I saw it. 14 years, three months ago, yes. Oh, okay. That one. 14 years, three months. No, no, I'm actually made that up. Okay. But uh, Heroes, do you remember it? That, when that show started, the first season, it started, that first episode, I was like, sitting on the couch, and I was like, in my 30s, and thinking, Too old to be in the bars, now you're watching. But, uh, yeah, and I'm thinking... You know, this, uh, well, when I saw it, I thought, oh my God, this is the show I've been waiting for my whole entire life. Well, wasn't it? Well, since I was a little kid, Heroes. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know anything about that. Not even as much as I knew about West Indies. Oh, uh, if you can find Dawson's Creek, the well, first season of Heroes, it, watch it. Well, I, uh, what was it? Well, show? you went to superheroes. If you're not, not particularly. Watch, then it ain't your thing. Who are the superheroes? In what? In Heroes. Oh, you In the show it. that you just wet the oh, floor it's, over. You, you find out when you watch it. Uh, it's, it's, no, it's not like Superman or Wonder Woman or anything. It's just how people with powers came to be on, on okay. the planet. Okay. Uh, in, the, in, the, in the 90s. Heroes. Heroes. How big did it get? It was huge. Was it really? Yeah. And then the second season sucked. Merch? And the oh, they only season, had one season? No, no. And then the third season sucked. I think maybe it made three or four. But... The first, first season, season for you. Best thing you ever saw on television. Yes. Bar none. Bar none. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, good for you. No, I never not, saw it. Not compared. Movie theater shit different. No, that's not This was the, a television The topic show. was the best thing yeah. you ever saw on television. It's the 90s, and I put on this television show about like people who become superheroes from our, our, our time. So what was the appeal? It was just how it would have happened like to any one of us in New York on Long Island. In Idaho. So so the superhero stands in for the randomness of the every every man. Yeah. Because it could be anybody, it could be any of us. It makes no difference. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, you could have been a superhero. Like, right, your exactly whole life, right. you wished, I, I wish I was Harry Potter's. I wished I was Superboy when I was a kid. Okay. I wish, you know, yeah, to have those powers and protect the world. yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I just, you know, and I loved the cartoons and all that stuff growing up. But I thought, I wish they would do a real good TV show. Up. They did, to... And they did TV shows like Batman or this or that. Yeah, but they were a little fake. Heroes just, it was the age I was at at the time. So I that was a big relatable thing. All right, good for you. At that, that time, I was like, okay, I'm like around that age. Maybe a little older than them. They're in their 20s. I'm in my 30s, late 30s. I'm, but I'm like, you still feel 20s when you're in your 30s. All right, so so now we're, we're gonna. We're and gonna... it was just the coolest first, the coolest season of any show. First season, yeah. Okay, good for you. I watched something this week. Wow. Banshees of Inishmal, Inishmerla, Inishmerla, Inish. Wait, wait what? Inishmerla. Did what? you see it? No. Uh, have you seen it? No. Somehow, for some reason, I I had a fucked up like IT week. You know what I mean? Martin McDonough, it's the play, the playwright, and the movie The Banshee of Inishirin. Mm. Okay, and it's Brendan, Brendan Ferrara. All right, so you're going to look at me like that. I don't know that uh, we're going to talk about who the cast is because you know who they are. Do you know who they are? Colin Farrell, who was surprisingly unhot. How so? He was not as hot as Colin Farrell normally is. He was very uh, sort of uh, disheveled and unkempt and um, looking maybe a little not 
you know, not overly bathy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, could well, be... no, he gained a little weight. Not in it. He got a little fat. Not in it. He got a little no, fat. no, he's Could... still. Wait, wait, which movie was this? It's all about his face. It's called the recently. Bench. Recently, it's his latest. Yes, he got a little chunky. He's not that slender, yeah. slender sexy guy I, he used to be. I didn't see it there. I saw it in his face. Yeah, a little, little chunky. Uh, 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 he used to be have zero. He used to have zero, like two percent body fat, or one percent. Now he's got didn't like you. He's got you, little, bitch. Uh, as a lover, he'd be the most gorgeous thing I've ever no, seen my entire life. Have... Uh, fat or thin? No, I'm talking as an actor. We look at them differently. We look at them like, you know, they're just hot. We expect them to be sexy. And so when they gain a little weight, yeah, of course. Do I want my lover to gain weight? And I would love him no matter what. And it doesn't matter. We'll get fat and old together. But when you're watching TV and your actor doesn't look as hot because they're a little chunky, you're like, eh. Where did you start getting a little chunky? <laughs> the, when I came out of the womb. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I was going to say that most people get their bodies change as they get older. They get fatter. They get flabbier. Yeah. The sizes change. Weights vary. Yeah. Hmm. All right. You ready to pick it up? I thought this was your sandbox now. So, uh, why are you being like this? Why are you being just a cunty, spiteful? Oh my God. Like, do why? You because you, you two have been the nattering nabobs of negativity well, on line. everything that I have brought up for discussion I think it's on the, this show. You tonight. wanted to say nattering naysayers of nitty Naysayers. He had that stored up and ready to go. Well, you have plenty of time to think of it. And you said it. And he was watching us when he made it up. Yeah. So, I mean, it's good. And it it's worked. Yeah, I didn't make it, it up. It was said by someone famous once. Oh. You wouldn't know that. Uh, and why not? Because I'm snotty. And why don't I want to play this? Who I give you up? I give up. Like that? I'm not going to tell you. you oh, see? See? I know. It's like, for no. fuck's sake. No. St- we, need to, we need to know. You're because having fun without me, so I'm going to sit here and soak you know what? and suffer. Well, and, okay, we'll admit it. We're getting tired of each other. We're totally getting tired of each other. Please help us. Oh, so now you need my Oh, help. my yes, God. Yes. We need your help. I, I'm just making sure now. Really? Who? You're, okay. How old are you? How old are you? Too old to put up with your bullshit. Well, then send us home. <laughs> oh, my God. How old are you? So next you go like segment. 64. Skip three segments. We've gone too long. We have to skip like the worst three. And have a good night. Have a good week. Have a good life, and we'll see you next time. Bye, bitches.